So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hot heat, dry heat, heat that hurts your hair. You've got hair fever. You need Flex Conditioner. Revlon's unique balsam and protein formula fights dry, heat-wilted hair with one, two, three, four, five working conditioners. Leaves hair gloriously healthy-looking, flexible, full of body to hold up under heat. Got hair fever? You need Flex Balsam and Protein Conditioner from Revlon. Beautiful. Is May 1988. Kelvin Klein rocks the fashion world by announcing he's going to rehab for alcohol and drug treatment. The New York Times reports the new trend in suits is contrasting separates. And Vogue tells its readers what spaghetti straps are and prepares them to start seeing them everywhere. But you don't care too much about all that because the only fashionable thing in your house is your mother being fashionably late for dinner again. <laughs> Of course, you know why, but sprinting on the Montgomery account isn't making tonight's hamburger helper mac and cheese any warmer. I guess it's time to browse the bit. Oh, mom's finally home. She wanders over to the answer machine and you tell her that her boss Chuck called and gave her tomorrow off. Great, she says. I really need to get to Joyce to get my hair and nails done. It's been so long. She presses the red flashing button. Wait flashing red button didn't you just check the messages five minutes ago i guess you did go in the back to let magnum out to pee hey this is chuck again hey barbara i heard the boss gave you a day so same time tomorrow your mom (laughs) your mom drops your keys trying to stop the message and snaps you a panicked look oh my god this is so awkward Time to bury your face in the May issue, I guess. Yes, it's time to... Listen to Sassy. Sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Dave, I'm so sorry I I called it. Like, I know you didn't readjust that for me because you wrote that before we did the last one. I was like, what's up? Oh... (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Shit balls. I don't, I don't write these. It's just those things oh. that are happening to somebody. I mean, when you're when you when you go to the eight ball, yeah. Pam, it's almost like I, you're a professional screenwriter who knows how story works. <laughs> uh, I don't have to watch it, Dottie. I lived it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi. I would like you to whatever that wonderful high stakes hair commercial was that you played at the beginning. Can we just at least have that beautiful at the end be something that we can use as a sting <laughs> for comedy? Beautiful. It's so shitty, but also perfectly 80s. Just it's almost Phil Hartman. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Please. It's and also the like the This is my favorite part of that commercial. You've got hair fever. It really is. <laughs> There's way too much mustard on this guy's narration. You've got hair fever. And like, it sounds like a, 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 like a hot scoop reporter mixed with somebody from Charlie's Angels. Like that's the alchemy going on here to create that guy. Yeah, that's how Farrah Fawcett's hair happens. People stand around her and make those sounds and her hair goes. That commercial stars somebody's whose name I recognize but have now forgotten. I, Jerry Hall. That's oh, Jerry Hall. Here's, yeah. here's how much I know about Jerry Hall. Um, Whippy Goldberg uses it as a password attempt in Jumping Jack Flash. Jerry Hall. That's it. Okay. It's Mick Jagger's ex-wife, Jerry Hall. Right. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. All right, let's get into the fashion of the May 88 issue, starting with the cover, which was once again shot by Andrew Southam, our old friend. The model is named Kristen. Model with dark curly hair. She's, she's staring down the camera. The simplicity of the white button down which we've already talked about before. I can't, this is not a look for, for the big bosomed. Um, but that paired with the funky, like 
crushable black and white gingham hat. It would have appealed to me in theory, clearly not something I could have done in practice. But I just want to call everyone's attention to the tiny alt shot of this. Yes. On the, on the table of contents. Okay, I'm so glad that Pam saw yes. too. Because it's just a, a different version of uh, of the model. She's uh, she's looking over her shoulder in this um, really intensely. And uh, she looks like a real asshole. <laughs> well, shot. It, it looks like she still was facing forward and they photoshopped her other body sideways. Like it, this doesn't look connected, her head to her body. It also looks like maybe that's the back of the shirt and the front of the shirt. Like everything, everything mm. is wrong. It's like you find out she's a robot. <laughs> maybe. It's right before the fembot blows up. Does she look like? Jamie Gertz to you? Like yeah, three times kinda. I thought that's who that was. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know that I definitely bought this shirt, though, yesterday on Poshmark. Oh, for my wow. best that I'm going to bring back. You know, I don't really believe in rompers or romper season. Sure. but I, Or overalls. I just look like, a, oh, the world's oldest toddler. But... <laughs> With <laughs> the white T-shirt with a white button down like this, you can get away with a little bit more in the... I think I'm going to do suspenders. I think I'm going to cut bangs! <laughs> Pam turned into Mork from Orc so slowly, we never really noticed. <laughs> yes, yes. Calling awesome. Commit awesome. <laughs> about our fashion feature number one, Island Life. So they went to St. John in the Virgin Islands to shoot all of the fashion stories this month, of course, because uh, they shot them in January when it was too cold to do anything like this in the pretty much anywhere in the United States. The, the swimsuits themselves are very of their time, but there is also some, I would say, use of local residents as kind of living props in some of the setups, which was a common trope in fashion photography at this time and well afterwards, unfortunately, and is not something that has aged particularly well, I would say. No, yeah, you said it. Like, that's it. I was just thrown back into body glove bathing suits because this taxi this taxi body glove swimsuit that she's wearing, mm-hmm. definitely a swimsuit. I coveted and would have, oh, I would have actually looked like a taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> People would be just flagging me down. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad I never tried it. But I do think I had one of those deep back, one piece, high hip things. And if... Uh, if you're interested, Body Glove is still at it, making these uh, throwback swimsuits that you can get at bodyglove.com. The high leg, that was that was one of the tricks they tell you when you're shopping for swimsuits that make your leg look longer. It really accentuates any part of the side of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not, I, I mean, horizontally, not vertically. Like you're like, oh, now my hip is at my knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I've got two knees. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it, and it's just a wedgie machine. Oh, look what I just remembered. So my body glove, here we go, strap in. My body glove bathing suit one piece um, was striped on top horizontally and then pink in the middle and then I think either black or striped uh, vertically on the bottom for slimming, max slimming. I wore it to um, Wet n' Wild in Jackson, Mississippi, and I went down, I waited on a very long line, and went down the big giant one big slide slide where you have to like cross your arms or whatever. Yeah. And when I got to the bottom of that, I don't have a swimsuit on anymore. Hey. No. <laughs> Pam, no. Sat oh, up no. and was like, oh. And, and you know, those are the ones where it would be like, look who's coming. Oh, we got a scared one. She's going to, oh. <laughs> like they did, I just remember them being like, oh. And, uh, I was witness to a guy who lost, completely lost his swim trunks in the ocean in Hawaii. Oh. Like they were just yeah. like, he, he got up and he's looking at himself. It's like, my swim trunks are gone. <laughs> and he's looking around and I'm looking around like, I, if I see him, I'll let you know. But I think they're gone, buddy. And he's like trying to figure out, do I shout to the shore? Bring me some pants. <laughs> How do I get out of this? Does he have anybody? Did he come solo? In which case he lives in the ocean now, I guess. It was great. <laughs> I didn't offer to help. I didn't want to be part of it. That happened to my parents. That happened to my mom. When, she, when they went to Hawaii, dad stayed at the shore. And he was like, you go in. And mom was like, la, 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 la. I'm in a bikini. And then she said the under 
toe was so strong that all of a sudden it was like, whoop, she had nothing. And so she was trying to wave to my dad who was like, you're doing great. Waving back, <laughs> taking pictures. She's completely naked, screaming, bring me something. And he was like, I brought you to Hawaii. I know. And then, uh, I don't know. I think she just, I think she got up enough that he was like, holy shit. <laughs> brought her a towel. <laughs> Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Uh, our wow. photographer on all of these spreads this this month is William Garrett. And I'll, all I will say about him, we'll link to his uh, his personal, like his, his website. Uh, you sure don't have to scroll very long on that landing page to see some titties <laughs> on old William Garrett's page. So check that out if that's something you're interested in. <laughs> Just a fact. Ah, I just haven't heard someone tell me I can see some titties in a while. Yeah. Like, what year? Like, we are in the well, 90s. <laughs> titties. <laughs> yeah. That was with definitely D's in my notes, just so in titties case Titties is such a gross word. I hate titties. Ugh. But titties just only reminds me of smoking inside. Yeah, it does. It's the fucking <laughs> South Lot smoking area of the school where all the bad kids were going, and they're talking about big old titties. Not just titties, big O-L apostrophe titties. It is very upsetting. I don't, I don't like titties. Titties is gross, but titties with D's is funny. Yeah. feature is titties, 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 titties. <laughs> no, it's called the equally uncomfortable white, 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 whitest. <laughs> and it is. So it's full of just some white clothes. Not all white girls, but there, there's some pale ones in here wearing mm. white clothes. Bloomers Ahoy. It's like the cast of Annie, the orphans went through a car wash with bleach and then yep. they came out like, it's the white dress life for us. And that's about it. Everything is not something you can wear outside unless you're a very confident woman who goes to art shows yep. and knows, <laughs> and knows uh, how to rock some combat boots. Yeah. Um, also, one of the models, Julie, is a redhead and she is so pale. It's actually mean. To make her model white clothes in the Caribbean. Like, she's white, but she's, like, super white. <laughs> like, they See, look she, no. really bad on her. No, for me, that's, like, full high. Like, uh, perhaps this was not your fantasy, but my I was one of those almost almost dead girl fantasies where you're like, oh, she's so thin and I can see her blood through her skin. And what's that small consumption cough? I mean, look how white I am. I'm like a fish belly. Like, this is why I'm this is why I'm responding to her this way. It's like you can't wear white like that when you're this white is my feeling. Oh, you mean the actual uh, model. But you can see yeah. from her red ass knuckles, she's freezing. Yes. She is. <laughs> so so cold. It's I don't care what month they think they're in, but it is cold as balls over there. They all look miserable and cold and there's yeah. a wind blowing. Yeah, it's freezing. <laughs> That's why most of them are just turned away from the camera so that you don't see that their lips are blue. That they're crying. <laughs> they're crying. Yes. Uh, they're not wearing shoes. Look how cold the toes are. Each toe curled in terror. Oh, I really am seeing this through a new lens. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't pull off a single one of these things. I'll tell you right now, I've got a big white dress upstairs. Maybe I'll wear it next week so you can confirm. Mm -hmm. No, Pam, you look like a Holly Hobby doll. Like, I just look like kid dolls <laughs> when I put these things on. Every one of these dresses looks like the undergarments from Dickinson. Every single yeah. one of them. <laughs> they do. Yes. That's true. Yes. They're sexy in that dangerous liaison sort of way, but you're not supposed to, like, who gets to wear the, first of all, you and I with the spaghetti and wine club, like, this would not be this color by the time we got to the Caribbean. <laughs> It'd be covered in, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And the hats would blow away. My hat would be like, I lost my hat again. Wait, everybody. It's my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see it? And, uh, oh, gosh. And then I'd spill popsicle. This neon green popsicle would definitely be all over my hem. Yeah. Nothing. Not Nothing practical. Here. No. It's going to survive my day. Finally, in terms of the fashion spreads, we have Dare to Bear It. It's another swimsuit spread. All of these are black. 
And yet these are the ones they don't put the pale ass ginger in, which is mean because <laughs> those are the ones she would actually probably look better in. I think she quit after the last one. <laughs> she, <laughs> she flew home sobbing. She quit modeling after this. Um, but yeah, one of them is just, as you say, still they're shooting them, not looking at the camera. And one of them is just like, it's it's like it's a bottom and suspenders. And I don't know what is going on on top. I'm pretty sure she is topless. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's why I put two exclamation points here. And I was like, I think she is naked in the front. I think she's too. Yeah, it's just some suspenders and a bikini. But yes, I think there's a lot of not looking at the camera so that we can look at butts. It's a lot of it's a butt heavy photo shoot. Yeah. And they sh- they seem to have shot this like at sunset. So she's looking <laughs> she's the more tan of the two. And it's uh, it's definitely making her skin pop. So she looks good. Yeah. But if you go to page 70, she's in pain from having to walk to that rock. And then if you go down to page 71, she's checking her feet to like be like, did I cut myself? Okay. <laughs> Definitely picked up some sort of fungus. And then the next one, the, it's so cold and her hair is in her mouth. And I think this was two seconds before I'm fucking going home. <laughs> so it looks so cold. Well, if all of this makes it seem like modeling is not that glamorous, guess what? We also have a feature, a written feature, that seeks to demystify modeling even further. It's How We Make This Girl Gorgeous by Katherine Geisen. And it's basically just taking you through the process of all of the trickery (laughs) that goes into fashion spreads and fashion photography in the magazine industry, which... Again, for this to be only in the third issue of the magazine is a bold statement of intent. Do not think of models as aspirational. This is all a lie. <laughs> what you are looking at is uh, nothing but bullshit from start to finish. Illustrating this is a big photo of the model with all of the notes on what they are going to change. Like, we're going to change her hair here. We're going to whiten her eyes, blah, blah, blah. And in the copy, it says it's what we in the magazine biz call a marked up match print. And then in an in aside, we have it is I always called it a picture with squiggly lines and writing all over it. Neil, this is male privilege. It's not cute. Like people are learning. <laughs> Just let them like don't act like you don't know what shit is called. You're an art director. Of course, you know what this is like. Gross. A. B, crazy to think this is happening so long ago that the photo retoucher used a physical airbrush that looked like a soldering tool to do airbrushing. Like, this is pre-Photoshop. The past, you guys. Do you guys want me to try the secret safe lift while we're talking? Yeah. Okay. Can you ex- can you describe what it is? The patent is pending, <laughs> just before I begin any of this. Secret lift original, instant face, neck, eye, and jaw lift, guaranteed to make you look 10 years younger. Okay. It's a lot of directions on the back, but I have watched a couple tutorials that are going to, it's brand new pack instructions to use secret lift original for facelift, apply a and B bands for neck and jaw lift. It's just the C band. So we're going to try my, we're going to try my face. So it comes with some wires and some adhesive pads. Oh, this looks intense. It says first time secret lift users do not be discouraged. If you waste a couple of tapes on first attempt, a little help from a friend is a good idea. That's why I have you guys here does say to use it for special occasions. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joyce. <laughs> Dar's just shaking her head. Now here comes the scary part. I have to elasticize. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. Around you have to wrap head. this all the way around and your whole head? Oh, ow. <laughs> Never going to stay put. I don't think. Ow, uh, this isn't big enough. Oh, wait a minute. This might be for next. <laughs> This is what gets me kicked out of places and all my friends go, she's sober. This is just who she is. Okay, let's try a neck. Here we go. Oh. Oh, yeah. This is... <laughs> I can see the difference. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. No. Tara, really? Look. Don't I look like someone you haven't seen in a while? <laughs> and... I'm kind of keeping it a secret where I've been. You can see it. I, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> but it, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of muppified your mouth a little bit. <laughs> it sure has. It really has. It's a little brazily. I'm going to be honest with you. And see, for this reason, like, I feel like a later version of this piece would not even mention surgery. Like, I don't think it would want to put the idea into its impressionable readers' heads. And by impressionable readers, I mean Pam. <laughs> Pam Bonafide Ribbon. <laughs> you made it pop out. <laughs> I like my new nickname. <laughs> Why do they call you Boner? It's a long story. <laughs> anyway, we also find out that um, that there there are agencies that are specifically for people that model different um, body parts, like lips, hands, feet, whatever. And the agency is called Parts, which I love, and they're still in business. <laughs> But we also have a copy alarm. Oh. They spell Robbie Neville's name wrong. They spell it N-E-V-I-L instead of N-E-V-I-L-L-E. Tisk. Well, you didn't talk about Cosmo Cleavage. Don't you want to find out about them big old titties? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you make them so big. We talked about it already. Oh. But you didn't say big old titties, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> What next, Pam? Well, it's the coolest clutches for every day of the week. And I just want to say right now, every single clutch in this I would buy today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a great spread of like, hey, you don't have to spend a bunch of money on a purse. Yep. It's If you're going to mix it up, and I would say it's very difficult to change your purse every day unless you're excellent at Marie Kondoing your life and you have a drawer where you talk to your wallet. But otherwise... <laughs> Uh, this just isn't how you can move day to day. Yeah. But so they're like, just get a shopping bag that has like from a cute store you like. And it looks for that just went shopping look. Get a shopping bag. It's genuinely what it says. I love that. Yeah. And then it says, or you can use a camera bag or an Army Navy bag or take a handkerchief, tie it on a stick. Girl, do your day. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does at one point recommend if you're if you're living light. Like you could just put your tampon and a key and your lunch money in a handkerchief. This is just because we have so many left over from all the handkerchiefs they made us buy two months ago. Yeah. And then you just tie it to two belt loops and walk out. I mm-hmm. don't think so. I would look more latch key than I already do. I will say two things about that. One, that's a great solution until you need to get anything out of it. And then that <laughs> falls apart because as soon as you need yeah. to untie it, that's that's not a solution anymore. But... When Martha Stewart briefly had her magazine for younger people blueprint, they tried that shit too. Like this is a, this is an ongoing thing, and this is like in the two thousands. Guys, we're not going to be making our own fanny packs out of scarves. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. I guess it was because they couldn't really sell us on the wallet with a chain, and so they were like, "What are we going to do with these cargo shorts on girls?" We didn't have pockets yet. That's why we had all these clutches. Yeah. We had front pockets. You got to see the photo on that, though, because, okay, now I realize that there's a bag with a very long mm-hmm. strap behind the bandana purse, but it really looks like they're trying to get the bindle to come back. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a bindle. That's not a bindle. I think it's the strap from the thing it's sitting on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I totally thought it was What a if the bindle what did come back? Would that be <laughs> hilarious? Just all these kids walking around with bindles all over their shoulders. Yeah. I think my kid would be into it. If, if just one show has like, you know, if it just becomes a part of some fandom. Yeah. Pam, I'm really disappointed that you think you could use every single one of these because it is the Dave T. Cole fact of life that one should never purchase anything that is wicker. No wicker in your life because once wicker gets dusty, it's dusty forever. There is no cleaning wicker. Wicker is good for exactly six days and then it is garbage. (laughs) Garbage. This grumpiness brought to you by a man who lived in Hawaii. (laughs) Did we have any wicker furniture? 
Zero. <laughs> no, I just mean, I think you speak from experience. Yeah, wicker molds, wicker attracts bugs. I'm not a wicker person. And it splits, and then those splits mm-hmm. kill you because they're like basically right. little knives. And especially if yeah. you have a, on a carry-on. Like imagine yeah. it breaks on the inside and you go rummaging through and it goes up your fingernail or something. That's mm-hmm. not good. That's bad no, scene. Wicker. Just say no. I am <laughs> not a wicker person. But Dave, look at the little tiny one that's on the no- I've changed my mind. Look at this cute little black and white, yellowy red one with the little orbs. I would carry that one. I wouldn't carry it all day. I would do it for a very specific meal or I put a gift in it. The mm-hmm. one in the corner? The green and, and the green and yellow one? Is it green? Yes, the green and yellow one. That looks yes. like it's just for cats. For it cats is. And- <laughs> or the present, like I could put some little handkerchiefs. I could put a succulent in that in its own container and bring it over to your house with some tea lights and be like, happy new house. And then you're going to be like, get this fucking wicker out of here. We are not friends. Is this a re-gift? Because this thing's dusty and I know it's at least six days old. <laughs> Get your EpiPen ready. We're going to try some real natural beauty secrets. <laughs> I can't believe not one of these things says, hey, careful, don't put honey or pollen straight on your body. If you're allergic to bees, you will die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People weren't allergic to bees when we were teenagers. That didn't become a thing until my girl, Yeah, I feel like. First bees, then peanuts. Yeah. All right. Fine. People weren't allergic to bees in my day. They weren't. I really feel like I never heard about anyone being allergic to bee stings until I was like an older teenager. Honest no, to God. No, because they didn't know why they were dying. They were like, oh my God, we were at the park and then Sarah died. It was tragic. And they didn't know. They're like, oh, we were at the park. Sarah was like, a bee. And then like, she was trying to tell us something. And then she died. Peoples, go to your kitchen, get some egg whites, some honey, some strawberries, a blender, yogurt, sour cream, rose water, nettles that you just have. Here's what happens, because I'll tell you, because in case you don't know, when you go and make all of these things that night, you hear from the kitchen, where's all the food? (laughs) Where's all the food? How am I supposed to make food tonight? Where's all the food? And you come out with a rash on one side of your face from putting straight tomato paste on your eyelid and then another rash on your neck and then your hair all fucked up from witch hazel and lemon juice. First, you bump into the wall because you have cucumbers on your eyes. <laughs> yes. You've eaten most of your face at the cucumbers. And yeah, and you get grounded. And that, even the parsley, where is the goddamn parsley? <laughs> I ate it all. <laughs> I guess you're not getting ambrosia salad for your little shindig tonight. <laughs> My mom did make ambrosia salad. <laughs> it was marshmallows and yeah, not oh. much else. Oh, yeah. so God. gross. I'd never ate it. Marshmallows. Maraschino cherries, sour cream. It's the worst. I love it. It's the worst sound. Yeah, Tara's family is into this shit. It is the worst sounding, looking, and I'm going to assume tasting thing. Yes, as you put a spoon in, it goes. (laughs) That's true of so many things, though. I don't come from spice, okay? (laughs) Deal with it. Tara's family used to eat something they called glop, so, you know. (laughs) Not my whole family, just me and my mother, the single mother. So check your privilege. What's in glop? What is it in glop? Could you put it on your face though, in a in a bind? I mean, you could. You shouldn't. Uh, the the base The base of glop is um, usually cream of mushroom soup, and then it's just whatever whatever you have. Uh-huh. It already starts out disgusting. I forgot we're talking about food. Like cream of mushroom soup as a base is bad because it doesn't <laughs> I- get better. You can't get better no, after that. You sure can. Then you put some cream of chicken in there, some chicken and some minute rice. You put that in the oven with a stick of butter and you have, oh, and a lot of curry. And she was really poor. No, she's this. I just forgot you weren't talking about food. And I was like, I, you put that on your face. Um, <laughs> no, she has, she has glopped it up for you. It said cream of mushroom soup and then whatever you can throw together. Yeah. Whatever's around base. corn. Yeah. You got some rice, corn. Yeah. Green yeah, beans. Rice. I thank see. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. noodles and a little chicken stock if you have it would help cut sure. that up a little bit yeah yeah if you want a citrus setting lotion for your hair i this is the one where i had to read it like 16 times and i definitely did it wrong 
you'll need a juice of one lemon or half a grapefruit mixed with a pint of mineral water. Again, you know, my parents were just like, <laughs> here's some Pellegrino, Pam. <laughs> Pour the setting lotion in a clean spray bottle and spritz your hair until it's very damp but not dripping. Now whip up some natural rollers using a roll of cotton and wooden toothpicks. So I thought that meant cotton balls. I just remember that. I remember jamming cotton balls with toothpicks. Oh. <laughs> but then it got confusing. Cut the cotton into two or three inch lengths and roll into tubular shape. <laughs> Use just like conventional rollers, which I had. So I rolled my hair around wet cotton balls and 37 hours later, it was still oh. wet. <laughs> when your hair feels completely dry, carefully take out the rollers and finger comb your hair because these rollers are made of soft cotton. Your hair won't get stretched. So my mom would actually do this. My mom was a hairdresser mm-hmm. um, before she was a hotel person. And so I was the head she practiced on a lot. So I did, I had a lot of sleeping in rollers and hard rollers and sponge clip things and uh, she'd give me masks and french braids and all that stuff but so so all of these things were definitely not allowed this hair repair cap cut two circles of muslin large enough to fit your head like a shower cap and then put inside this muslin herbs spices plants rosemary chamomile birch I would have put probably some odd potpourri. That's what I would have found around the house. A pine cone. <laughs> like, yeah. A couple, a couple dice, ace of spades, yes, blank peanut butter. Yes. Merle Norman powders. This seems like what you put the turkey in on Thanksgiving, yes. what they're describing. Yes. While mom is making ambrosia, I am taking the stuff, the giblets, the giblets, and then I would, according to this, Put it in a bonnet on my head and then sit in a bathtub and pour hot water over myself. It sounds like hazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every step of this is just the the rose, make your own rosette all over again. It's like any, anything past the first two steps, I was like, forget it. <laughs> this is all <laughs> too much trouble and a giant mess. Like, no, thank you. But I would also note the, the first step is like making masks. Start with clean faces. It does not say wash your face. It says steam your face. That's yeah. the first step. It doesn't say yeah. wash your face. I did have stuff from Crabtree and Evelyn that you put in a pot of boiling water and then do your like the tent. I did mm-hmm. do that. We had the whole thing because, again, mom worked at a hair salon. So we mm-hmm. had like the, the, the funnel you put your face into. Right. That you would fill with like uh, Vicks VapoRub when you didn't feel well. Mm-hmm. It also talks about henna, which was, I wouldn't have known about henna either. So I forget that some of the girls reading this would be older and have access to stores and cars. Mm -hmm. So just 13-year-old me making this conditioning mousse that would have definitely gotten me grounded. Uh, It's coconut oil, (laughs) egg whites, rose or lavender water. Two capsules vitamin E, which I know my mom had. Wheat Mm -hmm. germ oil, absolutely not. No. Nowhere. And then beat your egg whites and then just put all this stuff on your head. Uh, Mm-mm. in at, at the bottom, it says we didn't just make all this stuff up. Here are the people who helped us with the info. Hair pro Richard Stein, co-author with Stephanie Cook of Set Free, a book about hair from Simon and Schuster, 1988. Hey, guess what? You can read the whole thing online now. The whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing. I Crazy. put the link in the show notes. <laughs> but if you ever did any of this stuff, please God, call the sassy line seven twenty sassy go. Tell us how it went. Tell us if it <laughs> made you break out, and especially tell us if you got in trouble because we want your stories please plain old milk applied with a cotton ball soothes and softens flaky areas on all skin types no and got me in a lot of trouble over to about face which is all just about hey going to get a haircut here are some tips and I have to say it's all just very good advice which first of all (laughs) I wish I could go get a haircut (laughs) it's very just very good advice starting with do not try to fight what your hair wants to do naturally like you you can't it's only going to end in tears listen to what your hairdresser is saying about your hair's texture weight natural curl or lack thereof like all of that there's just some things that your hair can't do no matter how many photos you bring in or like what about this rachel mcadams hairdo no it can't she can't she can't do it and also not to overestimate how much daily work you are willing to put into achieving whatever look you have seen on an actor who has had an entire team make that look for her. 
Because you don't have a team. You're just one person. And uh, you're not going to spend an hour every day, probably. Their last note is to give a haircut a chance, which, yes. But my corollary to that is that if you have an event coming up where people are going to be looking at you or you're going to have your picture taken, schedule your haircut for two weeks before so that you have time to get used to styling it. Because otherwise you're going to be, it's too much pressure for the haircut if it's like the day before or day of. But otherwise, I think this is really good haircut advice. Yeah, they give a great tip of uh, show up dressed like how you look. Yeah. And, and not just so that they're like, oh, she's this kind of person and I'll cut her hair accordingly. But when it's over and you have a nice haircut and then you're like, oh, I wore my, <laughs> I wore my give them ups. Yeah. Then you're like, aw. <laughs> you got to walk out like, aw. Uh, it's really good advice. Yeah. The sweater she's wearing is so cute. I want mm-hmm. it today. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yes, okay. Dave. How old do you guys think Ginger Sting is here? <laughs> Um, 30? I'm sorry, I was like, is that the name of the model? But I just realized that's the... <laughs> no, that's the hairdresser. Ronnie Stim, yes, he's Ginger Sting. A.K.A. Yeah, Ginger Sting. Because he could be 28, he could be 44. It's really hard to tell. It is really hard to tell. He's had some sun damage. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to guess he's in his 20s. Oh, wow. Okay. I think 30. Yeah. How old is he? I don't know. I was just asking. <laughs> You're going to blow our minds with the if reveal. If you like these kinds of questions, <laughs> go to Dave's podcast about game shows where you never learn the answer. <laughs> it's a real edging. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll look them up later. You can't just launch right into the end of All Cried Out. Who am I? (laughs) Definitely, definitely not 18. Uh, All Died Out is one of those hair thing, one of those hair makeovers where they don't really do anything. (laughs) No, it's really unsatisfying. This one is frustrating, yes. There's a picture of a model when she bleached her hair and then when she made it dark. And they're both cute and she got work, lots of work. And then they were like, what if you don't? <laughs> you just grow your hair out. You're done. And then that's it. And they're like, look, it's nice. We're all going to have natural hair now. But in the after picture, her hands are so in her hair that it is impossible to know what her natural hair color is. It does look like they gave it like a strawberry tint or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember the mousse? The mousse that had oh, yeah. like metallics in it. Doesn't mm-hmm. it look like she's wearing the copper one? Yeah, maybe. Could be. Oh, my kingdom for some of that right now. Oh, I wear that all the time. <laughs> I'm sure they still make it. That it's it's Lori, the the model from the premiere issue cover. And I'm pretty sure she's in the same gingham shirt from that cover. They just took the bandana off and were like, surprise, here's your hair. But yeah, it's she's she is really doing a lot with her hands, which in a way that makes you be like, What are you trying to hide, Lori? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, stop doing makeovers on models is my advice. Like, I know you had to probably do a bunch of these before the magazine was actually out, but, like, two models in a row, not great. Get an intern or something. It actually – and I, I don't know what these are called, lookbooks or her, like mm-hmm. – it just looks like it's pictures. All three of them are just her portfolio. From her book, yeah. And I will say, like, in terms of we just brought her back to her natural color, that definitely was the trend at this time. I can tell you from reading the May 1988 issue of Vogue, this was definitely getting to be a time when, like, natural shades were – getting to be the trend more so than like the severe neon makeups and stuff of the the mid 80s. So, mm-hmm. you know, she's on trend, but still it's not it's not really much of a transformation. So, meh. As someone who's been forced to go back to her natural hair color, it's just not all that it's cracked up to be, you guys. <laughs> I can't wait to try something new. I'm going to go straight to purple next and a wig. I'm going to get I'm just going to wig it up. <laughs> You're never I, I'm just going to turn into Betsy Johnson. I'm right. <laughs> I mean, if you did do a wig, you could do all kinds of secret facelifts underneath it, and we would never know. We'd well, never you wouldn't know, know because you'd be like, what's wrong with your mouth? And I'd be like, it's hard. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some of the ads in this issue. We got Debbie Gibson for Natural Wonder. Such a on-trend pairing of product and endorser. Mm-hmm. Debbie Gibson, the the pop star they liked. 
I had a Natural Wonder lipstick. It was very, very frosty pink. I was not a huge Debbie Gibson fan, but she looked so sweet in these ads, including this one. She's very adorable with her little hat mm-hmm. and her little feet her, kicked up. Her bare feet, yes. Yeah. But the, the the tagline here, pure, was never so pretty. I know. Mm. That's not great. That's not great. I agree. No. And it's it's Debbie off the record, like it's a, like here's a little scoop we got while she was painting her nails and <laughs> right. she just chatted with us for a minute about songwriting, fashion, guys, and makeup. Mm-hmm. I like clothes that show innocence is a sentence no one's ever said. No. Definitely not Debbie Gibson. I like clothes that show innocence. Like if I was given this copy and I had to audition with it, I'd be like, fuck, I'm not getting this part. <laughs> I like clothes that show innocence. <laughs> it still sounds, I like clothes that show innocence. No, can't. <laughs> Try pull that one off. These pretzels are making me thirsty. I I like clothes that show innocence. There's no way to do it. No. No. It's true. It's an impossible line. So on page eight and nine, we have a big spread for all of the various cover girl mascaras. And I love this one because it's like trying to bite the Clinique style of like a chart. And it's like, what are your mascara needs? I just love a faux scientific makeup moment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like it's like a Punnett square. It's nuts. I was like, what mascara do I need? Yeah. But I was like, ooh, mascara primer. It still exists. I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm going to buy some. (laughs) Next time I go to Target and I will report back. Primer, much like uh, invisible gel mascara, is what I was allowed to wear because it's not you can't see it. Yes. And so it's not really mascara. Right. And it's, it's what I could get away with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this reminded me of my deep, deep love for blue mascara. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was the best. Yeah. I'm sure it looks so ridiculous on someone as, as small as I was doing it. Like, but it, I'm sure it doesn't smear well. <laughs> no, but it's so cool. Did you watch Deutschland 88, any of the Deutschland shows? Mm-mm. The the female lead in Deutschland 88 wears it, and she looks super cool, and she's also blonde. So, you know, give it a shot. T- go back to electric blue mascara. I think you could pull it I'm off. Gonna. Okay, I'll try it. I'll try it for next week when I wear my white shirt that's covered in blue mascara. <laughs> <laughs> and I love these little video offers, the CoverGirl Guide to Basic Makeup with Christy Brinkley. Send $19.95 plus $3 handling to CoverGirl CoverGirl beauty video, specify beta or VHS. Uh. Speaking of makeup that you covet, let's go to Bonnie Bell, where I was like, huh, I don't remember Bonnie Bell making like mascaras or lip gloss or anything like that, but I do remember lip smackers mm-hmm. and those big giant lip glosses that you would wear on a necklace around yep. your neck like a lifeguard. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you just walk around school ready to smack your lips oh, or yeah. a tin. Oh my gosh. Bonnie Bell lip smackers. This is too dangerous for me, eBay and nostalgia, because I was like, oh, look, I can buy 10 of them right now for no reason at all. I can get the vanilla flavored lip smackers. Yeah. Speaking of uh, smells that you kind of remember, and if, you, if someone put it in front of you right now, you'd be like, oh my God, I'm eight. Sea <laughs> and Ski, this is an ad on page 27 for Sea and Ski Natural Tan Accelerator, which I did not know was a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember tan accelerators. I read all about it. This seems like it would probably give you cancer. Yeah, it does seem sketchy. It says it like activates your melanin. Sure. And gets you ready. You're supposed to put it on weeks before you go out in the sun. And then while you're in the sun, and then as soon as you're done with the sun, just Uh keep putting the accelerator on. (laughs) And uh, and that it will tan you faster, Uh Um, especially if you use the SPF 2. And I guess people use them still for tanning beds and things like that. So right. it's like speeding up your process. Yeah, all of the ads for t- anything tan related in this issue all seem like they're like the last gasp of like the dark, dark tan <laughs> before mm-hmm. people are like, oh no, stop tanning immediately <laughs> where people start learning about, you know, the ozone layer and melanoma yeah. and stuff. Yeah, definitely sassy is how I started wearing moisturizer every single day. And so with sunscreen, so it's it's kind of surprising to see so many like Saint-Tropez tan ads this early on. Yep. I've kind of forgotten about that. But Sea and Ski is closed for a little bit, was like completely gone. People were very, very sad and trying to figure out how to still get some. And then uh, a couple of years ago, a company relaunched Sea and Ski 
and with like the awareness of the importance of sunscreen. Yes. And they also have been making a, uh, apparently very popular hand sanitizer through the pandemic. Hmm. Good for them. So when you go to seeandski.com, you can decide if you'd like to, uh, which one, which kind of formula you'd like. All right. And then I just couldn't stop having sense memories from, <laughs> from all this like bathing suit, sunscreen stuff. And when I saw the zinc, I definitely can smell the zinc on my face, <laughs> like in making like paint faces. And sure. Didn't it eventually like could glow in the dark or uh-huh. it was like black was, light or activated neon. or something? Yeah. Wait, it's, yeah. it's sunblock that's colored. Like, so you mm-hmm. basically war paint your face with this stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you like, it was very, oh, I'm a lifeguard. Like, yeah. you know, you put like boop, boop or like, you know, it went from like the dork has their whole nose covered in white zinc to, oh, lifeguards are cool now. Yeah. I get to like make stripes. I mean, you st- and lipstick and, um, and this guy has just got it on his shoulders in the back with his tea. Le zinc epaulets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would wear this today. <laughs> I would wear this today. Because, you know, this is a very, like, I've got to go spend all day at Six Flags or Disneyland or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just like, or like if uh, if, I, if you had a derby bout outside, outside yep. sports would mm-hmm. totally rock this Le Zinc. Sure. If they don't, st- a body bath. <laughs> and they have a body bath for, I guess, the only way you can get all this paint off. <laughs> it's covered in <laughs> dyes. <laughs> yeah. The SPF doesn't go higher than 15. <laughs> so this was, again, pre-awareness. <laughs> But it was super sexy, super sexy sunscreen. All of yep. these were sexy sunscreens. You broke the rules. And then on the next page <laughs> is the Prove How Well You Know Sassy contest, which I I probably entered every single time you could. But this Aww. time in particular, because you could win a half ounce bottle of colors. 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 <laughs> uh, and I was just like, I was just curious, Dave, if you could, if you could pass these five questions okay. from this issue. I didn't read it yet. Christina. Oh, okay. That's great. True or false? You didn't read the episode. You've read it all. Here we are at the end of the thing. I mean, I didn't read the I didn't read the contest thing. Oh, good. Good. Here yeah. we go. True or false? Christina calls her fellow sassy staffers pumpkin deluxe. False. True or false? David Lee Roth has a house in Beverly Hills with a white picket fence. False. That's right. It was Prince. Jane's favorite health shake is made with bananas. True or false? True. In magazine ads, the hair mousse is really shaving cream. True. Billy McNamara used to date Meredith Salinger. False. Well, now you got to mail that in and find out how you did. Shit. How's it feel, Dave? How's it feel? I looked up Ronnie Stam, a.k.a. Ginger <laughs> Sting, and I can't find – he's got a Facebook page, but I can't get into it because I'm not on Facebook. So I don't know how old he is, but there's a lot of contemporary photos, and I'm going to say he's probably 54-ish. 55 Billy McNamara so. did used to date Meredith Salinger, and Christina did not call them pumpkin deluxe. Prince had the house in Beverly Hills. I don't remember Jane's favorite health shake. She, hers was strawberry. Mm. Was Mary, went Mary, I think, was the banana one. There you go. Prove how well you know Sassy Contest was the closest it got to being Games Magazine month to month, and so I did it. <laughs> I needed it. I really like to quiz, uh, which is why the quiz is always on the next page. But that's a later episode. Mm-hmm. On the other side is a 1988 Nair sweepstakes. It says, put your sexy Nair legs in a sexy new Mustang. You send this piece of paper or a plain three by five card with your name, age, address, and zip code to Nair, quote, sweepstakes. <laughs> and it says, age not required. It's for market research purpose only. Again, where little Pam would have been like, I'm going to score me a Mustang. <laughs> and then it says you uh, consent to full commercial use of your name and photograph or likeness without approval or compensation. Sure. You will get a 89 Ford Mustang convertible with standard features. You have to pay all the taxes on it. Don't worry about it. Keep going. It's fine. And then at the bottom, <laughs> it's like sexy Nair short skirt, only $7.99, including handling. And then it says short skirt offered as shown above is not in the Nair ad on the opposite page. <laughs> this is just some shitty skirt. Allows six to eight weeks for delivery. <laughs> This certificate must accompany your request and may not be reproduced. Good only in the USA. Offer expires December 31st, 1988. Get on it. So I think it was like the coupon cutting Great Depression surviving like hoarder genes that I come from very much on both sides. This was like, this is where I lived. (laughs) 
trying to get that convertible so that, you know, I could show my dad that, you know, some good can come from sitting around reading your teen magazines. Yeah. Did you ever win? I wasn't allowed to use Nair. No, <laughs> no, I never won anything. And because mostly I would get to the part where I'd be like, can I have a stamp? And they'd be like, we don't have any stamps. And that would be the end of that. Cause where am I going to get a stamp? The post office is far. Um, and then they'd be like, Pamela, you can't win a Mustang. And then I'd be like, I'll be in my room. But I also was not allowed to use Nair. Nair was a grown up, right. sexy lady uh, thing. And if, right. I, if you were using Nair, it meant you were trying to have sex with boys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, true. Does Dave know what Nair is? Yeah, Dave knows what Nair is. Right? You've got hair fever. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. He was so quiet. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, maybe. Doesn't you know. Nair burn the hair off, basically? Isn't it some, like, chemical reaction yeah, and stuff? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Don't know the proper technical explanation but fire made it good yeah it's a debil it's a depilatory who wears short shorts it melts it melts the hair and then you just wipe it off but it's uh it's unpleasant yeah beautiful (laughs) (laughs) on page 91 we have the first announcement of the sassiest girl in america contest great big ad with our friend Paula Marshall from the prom story last month. I feel like in a, as a bonus for the quiz in the in the next episode, we should answer the questions of the uh, sassiest girl in America because here they are. What is your motto? What is your favorite movie, book, TV show, day of the week, place, animal, school subject, piece <laughs> of furniture, music video? That's a lot of questions in one question. Yeah. And you're ruining that I definitely wanted to do the Inside the Actor Studio question with you, Tara, and oh. be like, what <laughs> is your motto? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep living. Um, if you were to be stranded alone on a desert island, what three things would you bring? Name three things that make you really angry. How do you think your friends would describe you? What do you want to be doing in 10 years in 15 words or less? What is the one thing that makes you different from other people your age? What have you done to support any cause from buying canned turkey for a food drive to spending an hour a week at a nursing home? Canned turkey? Yeah, that's disgusting. That's a good thing? (laughs) Put that in your bindle. Canned turkey. It'll get you where you need to go. Hop on the train, <laughs> open up your big can of canned turkey, give it the energy you need to go to Albuquerque with your turkey. Gobble it up. Yeah. If you could trade places with any famous person, past or present, who would it be Tom and why? Turkey. And how would you donate the $5,000, which is part of the prize? The, the winner gets $10,000 plus $5,000 to donate to the cause of their choice. Which she'd want to do anyway, because that's the type of person she is. It's that's right. Even better, your face will get melted off by Noxzema. <laughs> yes, Noxzema is the sponsor. So, yeah, I feel like we should have answers prepared and go through it in, uh, in the next, okay. uh, in, when we do the quiz episode for the Slumber Party. 100%. My gosh, but we're going to have to rapid fire number two. It's yeah. like 100 questions. Yes, it like, is. Day of the week. Piece of furniture. Why is piece of <laughs> furniture in there with all those other pop culture things? I have an answer. Well, okay. I, I mean, mean everybody does. <laughs> but I'm just saying <laughs> it's a weird thing to add to that list. It is it definitely is. the outlier there. God damn it. I wish I had. All I thought when I was reading this is, God, I wish I had at least one of my entries, like a copy. I have so many first drafts of so many things. Yep. But not this. And then from page 94 to the back cover, all upside down, it's Sizzly again, our friends at Sizzly, the, the, the Benetton offshoot. And they really just trying so hard to create this whole fake vintage identity. <laughs> it's like really, really effortful. But, you know, it worked on me. I found it very glamorous. Hey, babe, Tango Terry talking. <laughs> just doing my nails while I'm on the phone. That will never go wrong. On a hotel bed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I thought your scan that you sent me was was uh, jacked, but you're saying no. in the magazine it's upside down? They are. Yes, because you were supposed to flip it over. Like it was supposed to look like the back cover was a front cover of a different magazine called Sizzly. That was the gimmick.
It's time to buy some stuff in the Sassy Club. This month is party down. Sassy Club. Lots of partying happening. I guess this is for sleepovers or something? Or just parties in general? Yeah, just parties in general. All right. It says... The Sassy Club is not a place where a bunch of old people go to play bingo. Mm. <laughs> this is One thing party. you would like to buy from this spread. Lots of, uh, we got gloves and jewelry, some makeup stuff, some accessories. Uh, Pam, what's your choice here? Well, I did have the makeup box, the jewelry case. I had that. Um, but I want these black and white stockings. Look at them. They're called hallucination socks. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> that name will stick and they'll knock your friends out and keep you from falling asleep in class what what why i don't know but my choice is the shirt the same model is wearing if you start at the socks and work your way up all the sassy staffers are freaking out over this great oversized shirt you can wear it under a jacket or over pants or just belted with tights the only thing oversized about this shirt seems to be the shoulders and the arms. Yeah. Everything yeah. else seems to be okay. I, I get the feeling that they're trying to present it kind of as a night shirt, kind of, in this photo, maybe. I don't right. know. It's very short. It is like you're like, I'm a sexy deck of cards. <laughs> Halloween costume. <laughs> the hair. Because it's very, it's like Queen of Hearts. She's wearing every ribbon from the other page or that's these little buttons next to you. So mm -hmm. this whole outfit is made up of other things you also have to buy in order to get this outfit. Yeah. But this, <laughs> yeah. this shirt would not fit under a jacket because of the sleeves Dave has mentioned. And it's also too short to wear anywhere. Young lady, go back inside and get some shorts. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a shirt made love to a parachute. And this is what <laughs> happened. Oh, I like that you, they made love though. <laughs> but how will these socks keep me awake in school? You guys, I want to know. They're compression socks. I don't know. You, you look at them and then you're like, whoa, I'm I'm wide awake and thinking hallucinogenic thoughts. I kind of hate everything in the spread this month. I have to be honest. The very worst item is... Um, this bow yeah, on the second the page dish. in the top left corner. It is not sassy. <laughs> Getting signals from the CIA as we speak. It's yeah. fucking hideous. <laughs> wow, look it's, at that. It's so big. It's it's like Skylab on her head. It is. Yeah. It's like a rose with a bow with tulle. Like it's just, it's too, it's, it's so extra. But if I'm forced to choose something and I know that I am, I guess I will go with the the rose pins on the first page because we all know I'm not making the craft from last month. So that's... I would have, I would make some for you. Well. <laughs> can I can I point out this underwear like camisole again? Like the panties are too sexy and the top is whatever. It's like the top is you're still five years old and your yeah. mom's got. It's from Carter's, like mm -hmm. the, like car sexy Carter's. Yeah, it says. You need something to wear under your prom dress, but you don't want to blow your money on expensive lingerie so fancy you'll probably never wear it again. Here's the solution. You cannot wear this top under anything. No. Much less a, a prom, prom dress. dress. Certainly not. It's, no, and she's clearly wearing a bra under that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of clothes. This month's diary, we are introduced to Christina, and forever you'll want to be her. Uh, Christina Kelly gets her introduction as, I mean, she's fun. She's got a good laugh. She's she calls people sugar britches. There's a there's a free one for you when you want to enter your how well do you know sassy contest later today. <laughs> she also gets to interview all the cute boys, and it does say her work, her job is work, and not that easy. But also, they're like it's totally easy, and everybody loves her. <laughs> I think. I mean, that stays like. Christina always seemed like the one you would, to me, the one you want to be. Yep. 100%. She's, they make the, her job sound the coolest despite ha trying to be like, it's not, it's, they, yeah. ca they can't de-glamorize it entirely. And it was definitely the one that I wanted the most always. I agree. Yeah. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. highlights from say what the letters section they they're very excited to say hey we got some real letters this month <laughs> yeah you can tell one of them is a about uh someone being disappointed that their article in the premiere issue about losing your virginity did not 
highlight abstinence at all. And some quotes from this letter include, being fresh, pure, and virginal is better than being sampled and used by many guys, which is either just repeating Christian talking points verbatim or is just actually a letter from a church lady posing as a teen. Either way, (laughs) yuck, gross, Mm -hmm. gross way to frame this issue, yuck. I don't believe in teenage sex at all. It's a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no no reasons, just it's a bad idea. Yeah. Girls sampling things should only happen at Baskin and Robbins. You get those little <laughs> sticks, you do try three, maximum three flavors, and you pick which one you like. <laughs> uh, uh, the next letter is about how this girl tried to read her sassy while watching days of our lives and it was such a good magazine that she wasn't even paying attention to days and like everybody was like oh my gosh and if you're a real days fan then you know that like turning off days for something else is like a huge deal and it just reminded me that cool girls called it days Mm -hmm. yeah true that's all i got (laughs) and and then the aside in the issue is like and people of the magazine also on staff also watched it like if only now we could get them to turn off the turn off days and do work you know Yeah, and it says turn off instead of pause. Yeah. (laughs) That was your only option. It's true. Yeah. It was just all or nothing. Yep. Then we have an extremely on-point critique of Elizabeth's critique of Madonna's album from the first issue. She notes that it's out of line for Elizabeth to speculate about Madonna's personal life and her assessment of her artistic work. Which is true, and particularly given that it's an album of dance remixes, so, you know, old work, therefore not relevant. So, yeah, very trenchant critique, and I hope this person went on to become a critic themselves. Oh, because it was written by one Tara Ariano. It was not. (laughs) Okay. This would be a really great way for you to be like, and it was me! (laughs) (laughs) I wish, but it was not. Yeah, I'm going to pretend it was anyway. You can't change my story. (laughs) all the way at the back of the magazine before the upside down part of the magazine that is fine uh we have inside outs this is work question mark um talking about how all their photo shoots were done in paradise and that they had to do this way back in january um and they're there on the virgin islands it's just it's a terrible shot this is a picture when you finally like you know what you take all the pictures you know when you're when you're with a photographer yeah like you never in any of the pictures and the photographer <laughs> your husband is like well it's just it's a camera and the thing and whatever you're like please can't we have one of just the two of look how beautiful it is it's always just me and like and you're like okay and then your photographer friend or you the photographer have to look around decide quickly which one looks like they would know what to do with this thing <laughs> And then you hand over your giant machine and they're like, oh, I would love to. And they're like, and you go, just, it's all set up. Just push this button. It's all set up. Just push this button. It's all set up. And you say a hundred times and they go, sure, sure, sure. Ooh, you guys want to be all together? You want to do a funny one? You're like, please, it's just, it's perfect right now. If you touch it and then they go click, it's great. And you can't see anybody in the picture. It's mostly a picture of trees. You're all in a shadow. Nobody's face is visible. And what is in focus is like the ocean behind you instead yeah. of anything in the foreground and you're just like fuck this is why we wasted half an hour and now we can't get to the planetarium because of that guy who is not good at taking pictures yep also for fashion people they look so dorky like they all williams the closest to stylish in his plaid pants but yeah they all maybe they were on their ways straight to the airport from from this photo and that's why they're just in their comfy clothes but yeah they don't they don't look especially um stylish which is cute and endearing yeah these are some long flight outfits definitely some long flight outfits yeah shoes shoes you can kick off but don't don't take your shoes off on the flight <laughs> but don't please don't Slumber Party! Because of spring break, we'll be dropping it one week from today, Tuesday, April 6th, with just give you more time to take the How Vain Are You quiz and call the hotline to tell us all about it. Or tell us anything else on your mind. 720 Sassy Go! 
for my plug this week. I got to live my Christina Kelly fantasy by interviewing certified cute boy Ben Feldman about the series finale of Superstore, and we will link that in the show notes. First question, what's it like to have the best lips in Hollywood? (laughs) No spoilers. (laughs) You can find me on a couple other podcasts, such as Extra Hot Great with Tara, talking about This Week in TV, and the Great American Pop Culture Quiz Show over there where I produce. Tony Collette is going to do her directorial debut with Lily King's Writers and Lovers, which I devoured this week. It is set in the 90s. It is like, what if Sweet Bitter, but no long monologues about oysters? <laughs> Instead, <laughs> long monologues about how hard it is to be a writer. It hit me right in the romance zone. Um, I don't know. It, it, if you, you will love it. Just go get it. Writers and Lovers. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Tony Collette's going to do with it. Yay. You can follow Tara on Twitter or Instagram at Tara Ariano. You can follow Pam at Pamela Ribbon. And you can follow the show at Listen to Sassy. Please rate and review us on the podcast app of your choice to help other listeners find us. But you can also call us. That hotline again is 720-SASSY-GO. Please leave us a voicemail about the show or the magazine or anytime you got in trouble because of this magazine. And we may play it <laughs> on a future episode. Or you can find more information about our podcast, visual aids for all of our episodes, and contact info for every single one of us at our website, listentosassy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time for our slumber party. Beautiful. <laughs> yes! <laughs> for special occasions every year one thing is always predictable postage costs go up stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89 percent off usps and ups services so your business will barely notice the change stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours it's like your own personal post office no lines no traffic no waiting sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program.